girls who are back in the building. It's Rhyme She. It's your favorite girl, Tiana Aromi. And myself, Raysang. And your girl, C. Valentina. And today we have a special guest with us. Woo! Introduce yourself. Yo. Hey. It's, it's Rambo is talking. Thank you guys for having me, man. First of all, can I just ask, where did you get that name from? Rambo is talking. Uh, well, Rambo. Where did it come from? Has always been my name, in it just from being around. Like it was more like the sneak ball thing. It's nothing to do with like knives and that. Like, <laughs> 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 I, said, I love how you have to clarify that. Nah, every time I tell someone Rambo, they're like, "Rah!" It's like, yeah, nah. Everyone used to just add bow to the end of their thing, like in secondary school. So it was Rambo at start. And then when I was just looking for a name, I don't know how I came up with it, talking, but I was just talking a lot in it. So I was just like, cool. And it just stuck. And yeah. Yeah, you be talking for real. (laughs) I do, I do. (laughs) So it makes sense. So what do you do for the people who may not be aware of you? What do you do? What's your lane? Let us Um, know. I just say I'm a creative. I'm an interviewer, so I interview like artists, producers, just creative in the scene in general. And then I'm just a content creator, create other types of content. And yeah. Oh my gosh, I hate when people say I'm just a content creator. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I was literally just about to say that. Uh, I was just about to say that. Do you know what we do? The blood, like, sweat, cheers, and tears. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Say it with your chest, bro. I'll just feel bodice, I'll feel bodice. Nah. <laughs> Listen, modesty nah. don't pay no bills, you know. <laughs> nah, yeah. And and Rambo, you got a little bit of swag too. I'm trying to tap into the fashion world as well, man, for real. Nah, trust me, when I say there is, when it comes, comes to the UK, like, scene, black men are really non-existent in the fashion scene, so <laughs> do your thing, do right. your thing, yeah. tag right, those right. brands, make, them, make yourself a <laughs> Because it's needed. I feel like there there needs to be more guys. Because I love male fashion. Like, I do wear a lot of, like, guy statement pieces. And I love it. It's just, like, there's no... Lally Alla really out there. So, (laughs) why did my accent change? Sorry, guys. I was on Clubhouse yesterday. (laughs) I was with the Americans. (laughs) I've been affected this morning. But, no, it's honestly do your thing. But, yeah, I feel like in the UK, we're always very modest and... I just do this. No, baby. Work, blood, sweat, and tears, and a lot of self investment goes into it. So, talk your things. Talk your things. Rambo, if you could work with one fashion brand, what would it be? Damn, you put me on the spot. Um, I have to say, you know what? I'm going to go Cortez. If you guys don't know, it's just because, you know, their whole identity is just. Independence, building your own thing, mm. not really needing anyone, and that's, I like that in it. So I'd work with them. Yeah, proper, amazing. In it, yeah. Speaking of identity, guys, 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 we got, we got, we got to talk about the mobiles because mm. what, what, what the hell's going on there, guys, guys? Okay, where, where, do, where do you want to start? Just say, there's a dual category, so that's first given props for that because yeah, obviously that. socials have been have been had that episode. Um, I think it was like last year or early this year. I don't know. Time, the concept of time has gone. It could have been this year. It could have been a few months ago. I don't know. But the point is, we've been saying, draw category needs to happen. 
and then rated awards didn't happen i was just looking at my screen like what are you guys doing like you guys should be and you should be leading the way with this and then they came through so you know what have to give them props for that but what's your issues with the nominations firstly little sims where where is she where's my where's my babes like i don't understand why she's not in i mean they said it's because the album cut off something like it was released after the the point where it got you know i think it's like the first of august or something the cutoff point was september 1st to 31st of august i think yeah yeah that makes sense because yeah that should be album of the year for sure and also but does the but the does point never make sense for any of the these award shows like it's like maybe they need to reevaluate in this area too because maybe every yeah. year people get pissed off because it's like it doesn't make sense like the dates to me don't make sense mm, yeah. but yeah, i guess that's always going to happen though like there's always going to be an album or a single or a video that falls outside of the cutoff point no matter where you put yeah. it so true but yeah you guys want to know what my main issue is okay i have i have se- several issues but let's start with best reggae act i feel personally attacked and it's also <laughs> by that category no seriously <laughs> like Everyone who they listed pretty much makes dancehall music. Are we yeah. all doing okay here? Like that's like saying draw and grammar the same thing because both types of artists rap. Are, are we all okay? Like what? <laughs> the Mobos is supposed to be music of black origin. Like we're meant to be the ones who get this stuff right. And it's kind of like it, it comes across to me, especially being from like Caribbean heritage, like that we don't care enough to make these distinctions. And it's like if we don't care enough as the culture, how do we expect anyone outside of it to care? Like yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, this is yeah. silly. This is very silly. And then. And then, so there, there was that. And then there was the, the gospel ca- category as well, right? Why do we feel the need to throw Amer- Americans into this category? Like, I'm it's sure we have enough UK-based gospel acts. Like, this is silly. Marcus Sari could have been there. Faith Child could have been there. Lorene Cato could have been there. Like, I don't understand. Oh, no, like, name the names, on. baby. Like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> this is so silly. I don't really know who's making the decisions in all of this, but maybe they, they need to start getting younger people in the circles because it's looking a bit confusing but what Rambo what do you think mm. about the nominations yeah <sighs> I agree with the reggae act thing I feel like they were just trying to like they weren't trying to have dance or and reggae like as two different nominations so it's like let's just cram these guys into one which mm. is a bit confusing because you got skilly bang in the same category as like people that do reggae or like different type of music so it's kind of confusing but yeah other than that to be fair, I don't really look too far into the nominations. Like, I look more at like, like who actually wins and loses type thing. I think like the only category that they probably got, like I would say that they got right, it would be the album of the year. I think they had like quite a lot of variation in terms of genre mm-hmm. and also gender split as well. So I'm like, I'm pretty happy with that category. So mm-hmm. other, and obviously yeah, we got to celebrate the fact that they did obviously have. A draw category as you mentioned yeah, yeah. So like, that was good you know it's not it's not all negative but mm. i mean i think in the draw category they could have had more um like certain people that have been making noise this year but i understand like it would have been nice to see do roads but i understand he hasn't even got like a tape out so yeah very yeah. unlikely but yeah overall i'm not i'm not um i'm not mad at it i would love to know what their like the criteria is for the people that they pick to put in categories you know mm-hmm. mm. that's true because like based on the, on who gets nominated i i don't know what like goes on in the background yeah it's a bit higgy hugger isn't it literally like, like there's SR. no order because no... i'm looking at sr obviously he has to be fair though i think they probably make exceptions so, so sr doesn't have a tape out i don't think he has been making mm-hmm. noise 
with um is it welcome to brixton and a couple other tracks so he's been doing numbers i think they'll make an exception if you're doing numbers then it's like okay cool you you deserve to be here but i think in general it's probably like i think it's defined by numbers because i'm looking at these i'm looking at these nominations centricity digger heady hey trap definitely deserves to be there his tape (laughs) (laughs) it is a bit confusing because it's like if they were doing it on like numbers and achievements and that like you'd think like Tion Wayne would be up for like best male act or best hip hop act, but he's not up for any of them. So it's he's up I don't really know huh? He's up for best drill. Yeah, best drill, but best male act, you could say yeah. his year that he's had. Sure. He could maybe be worthy of nomination or best hip hop act. Yeah. But, but I don't know, I don't know what they're basing it on because it's I don't know. It's true that I do I do feel like with these nominations and who they put up, I don't really other than being pissed off with Sims and after them having to go under wretches um, tweets to explain themselves, I, I, I just want to see who's going to win yeah. that category. Then I'll start making noise. Mm. That's how I feel. Because I feel like they're nah, every there's a constant hey. debate on where they went wrong and it's just like, yeah, well, yeah. it's not going to change anyways. Let's just see who wins it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mobos has... I, I don't mm-hmm. know if they're still... I don't know what direction they're going in in the culture. It's just a bit, it's a bit weird now. Like, I I don't know if they're still relevant, even. Mm. Like, obviously, I just I just I just want to wait till the show actually happens to see what they do. Like, obviously, what they have planned. I, I feel like with nominations, we can go around all day, every day, saying who should des- like who deserves it. But the lineup was made by people who thought it was a great decision. Hopefully we see fresh faces, Jesus, if we don't. <laughs> that's when I'll start whistling because a lot of talent, <laughs> mate, a lot of talent has come through through lock, lockdown. So don't 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 do no, that. There is a lot of talent that has come through during lockdown, but have do, but do they have stage presence though? Do they are they are they actually able to perform? Because oh, that's no. another thing. Because a lot of people, yeah, they've come up, but they've come up in a studio session. Do they know how to how to work a stage? Yeah, but you, you don't really know that unless you give people opportunities. That's the problem with the UK. I hear that, but should their first every, opportunity every day people need, like be a massive stage? Though I'm not saying someone who just started something in lockdown and then blew up. There's people who've been doing stuff but got their presence seen in lockdown. Like oh, yeah, okay, no, I hear that. Stuff. I'm not saying that. someone yeah. who said, "Oh, in lockdown, I want to start rapping and then bring them on stage." That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the artists who have been doing stuff but finally got their shine maybe during lockdown or probably got discovered in lockdown. We've discovered so many new artists in lockdown who have been mm-hmm. around but probably because of all the noise that happened in the world wasn't really seen. Um what I'm saying is that I I don't think it always like, I think there should be opportunities where we bring in new people who haven't, who have, not saying that they haven't been working for it, but sometimes give people chances. I don't think we give enough artists or people, creatives in general, chances that like, they have to have worked at a, a, a huge level for them mm. to be on the stage. And I don't think that is that is that is good at all. Yeah, yeah. Talk about an artist that was given a chance. Who's now retiring, sis? My sister Tiana, what's going on? Oh yeah, your namesake. Ah, my namesake. What? No, I understand why she's retiring from music though, because I always say, go where you're celebrated, and I don't think her music is is appreciated enough. 
obviously the it's people not... who listen to Tiana know, oh my gosh, like, why would you quit? Like, your music yeah, is so good. She's, but she's very hard, but I don't think she's taken in enough. And if it's not, I always, I don't know, me personally, I always feel like if something isn't working and you've done it for a very long time, maybe it's time to change lanes. But there's so many other things that she is good at um, that she can maybe focus on. I don't think she should give up on music completely because she she does great music yeah. um, but I kind of feel like I do as a Tiana listener not just because she's my namesake um, I kind of understand where why she would want to just retire and just maybe focus on other things um, but what mm-hmm. do you guys think? I think the, it's, it's kind of the problem with her is that it's never just been about the music like I feel like a lot of people's introduction to her was like um, My Super Sweet 16 yeah, um, which is like obviously showcasing her personality so i feel like because like obviously she's always done so many other things it's very easy for people to get side get sidetracked and kind of like get lost in all the other stuff she's doing because she choreographs Um, i think she even has a production company as well she's got so many things going on and i feel like a lot of people with her they're just casual listeners rather than like actual invested fans and if they are invested fans it's probably not to do with like the music side of things it's to do with like her fashion or her dancing or whatever else she has going on yeah so, so i think that's probably the my biggest issue people are just distracted by everything else she's doing yeah. and, and do you know what? I, I get that it's actually very true because i do i do love tiara but not mainly because of the music literally just because of her show with um her husband yeah. um, i don't know if any of you guys know but the, i think just seeing her and just the way she's grown i'm just like girl but, yeah, yeah, that's a waste. I can't lie. I'm a casual listener. I'm one of those casual listeners. I don't really check for her like that. I listen to her main, her main, the songs that they like, gonna gonna love and all of that. But I don't know. I just I'm not drawn. There's so much noise. There's so much in the artist. There's and just artists in general. It's I don't feel drawn to go and listen to her all the time like that. Do you know what I mean? And I think. I love her. The reasons why I love her though is because of what she does outside of music, like you guys. So I think it's not a surprise to me that she's retiring. But I'll still I'll still bang out that gonna love me tune. It's a banger. <laughs> Do you think she's actually gonna retire though? Because like, I hear this a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I think I don't think she should have rec- um she should have announced it. I think it should have been a Rihanna thing where she literally Will like we'll just disappear. The album, yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and just focus on other things, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because then I think you'll truly know if people want to still rock with you or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that but, said, like, I don't think anyone wants to go out sad though, and I feel like for her, like, she just wants to have a sense of agency over her career. I feel yeah. like you know because you, you hear about this with artists all the time they get stuck in deals and then like they have to keep putting out musical because they're in like this four album deal or whatever i think for her because she has the option to be like you know what guys i'm gone and there's no managers or labels forcing her to create and put out things she doesn't want to put out mm-hmm. she's just kind of like you know what i'm doing this on my own terms i feel like this this is time for me to do this like i'm giving you like one last you know hurrah and then i'm gone and i feel like i feel like i, I appreciate her being able to, to do that <laughs> Mm-hmm. But what if she changes her mind? That's the thing with with us being human. We we feel one way in one moment, and then we start missing things. Like I do it a lot with YouTube. I'm like, oh, I'm over YouTube. I'm over this. I'm over. And then I'll be like, like two months after, I'm like, oh, I miss it. And then I start going back, and I'm like, 
thank God I didn't announce I'm leaving YouTube because yeah, now yeah, that yeah. would have been, it would be like, you're so traumatic. How many times I wanted to leave YouTube just because things may have not worked the way I wanted it or timelines, but at the end of the day, it's something that I am so passionate about. That's why I just don't believe in announcing things. I just just do it. Do it. Like, yeah. It's like people who say, oh, I'm ghosting. Just ghost. <laughs> no, no, I hear that. No, like, because there's going to be a point where you're going to want to come back yeah 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 but i guess it, it removes the pressure though like her saying that she's retiring if she like puts out something like once every two years like okay fair like she's still putting stuff out but mm-hmm. her saying that she's retired removes the pressure for her especially in the in the, in the kind of like sp- the way the space is now people have to be dropping like every month or like every couple of months to stay relevant if you if you're saying that you're retired and then you kind of like drop something here and there like okay cool like no it kind of alleviates the pressure of having to constantly put out content though so i kind of i kind of do get it in that regard yeah, and I think it's a great marketing strategy because <laughs> <laughs> because if she does drop something randomly, people will be like, "Oh my god, I saw she says she's retired. Let me see what this is about." You know what I mean? Yeah, true. That's true. Speaking of marketing strategies, Summer Walker album, guys. <laughs> see, you good there? Breathe. <laughs> I only like one song. Uh, what song? My heart just Unloyal. That's, That's my favorite it. as well. That's my favorite. That is one. one. Hold on, wait. You didn't like it at all. Um. So this is my issue with knowing artists from before they blew up. Yeah, because you just see changes, and this is why I don't want to. Dis- I, and from now on, I I proper don't want to discover artists from like before anyone knows them because I knew Summer Walker from when she was on her YouTube channel, Punani Tsunami, making her covers. I have followed her journey and I'm just like, I don't know what road, like everything has just become so messy. I get it. Like I I get it. I get it. We've all been there. Still over it. I am too, darling. But I like the music to me sounded like all just one thing like it was oh i can't i don't know if i can explain it properly but it just sounded like one whole song and x for mm. reason i'm so sorry that did not fit into that into that um i disagree into the lineup mm. it should have been mm-hmm. the last it should have been the last mm. uh, I the last song. I heard yeah you can say disagree that as well. but i'm i still got the mic babe i still got the mic I just, oh I just think X for reasons should have been at the end because it's such a everything is such a more slow like melody type of vibes. X for reasons <laughs> is the only kind of like pumpy song, and I'm just like that should have been the closing. Mm-hmm. Like after all the pain, this is my X for reasons. Yeah, yeah, no, no I get that. love was so underwhelming for me. It's still not sticking, which I know a lot of people love that song, but I found it very disappointing from Cesar also knowing her stuff i was just like okay scissor wasn't really given what scissor normally gives she gave us mediocre in my opinion um and unloyal was the only one that felt amazing to me that in from the instrument break to ari everything was just made sense everything else to mm-hmm. me was just a bit like yeah but but see take the mic go on child i just feel like see with x for a reason yeah i think it's just so mad how different my opinion is because i think when i first heard it like as a single i was like nah all right it's all right you know but then when i heard it in the in the in the lineup it made so much sense to me because obviously after bitter 
she's talking about um, London's baby mothers and his exes and stuff. And then it goes into extra reasons. Like, it's like a story. I think- No, extra reason is the second track. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So after after um, Bitter, but the first track's bitter and the second one's extra reason. It's like it's like she's telling if you listen, to, I think it depends how you how you listen to the project. If you listen to the lyrics of it, like to me, it just makes so much sense. It's like a diary of her um her heartbreak. Like, see with still with over it, because like I think it's natural to compare albums, especially when the, an artist has made such a huge impact. So with over it, people are comparing still over it, over it. And I think like with over it, it's like she's still talking about um, bitch ass niggas and like heartbreak and stuff, but she's talking about it in retrospect. I feel like she's talking about probably not just one one um, particular heartbreak, but multiple situations. And she's talking about it versus in the past and just kind of laying it out on the track where it's still over it. It's like, she's going through it and I'm going through it with her on, on the journey. And that, that's why I think a lot of people F with this because it's like, it's like she's documenting a very public relationship as well. So to me, I think if you if you take it in from from that perspective and really listen to what she's saying and relate it to maybe life experiences, it feels it hits so different. And I think as well, you said the only jumpy track is um X for a reason, but there's one more and I, it was um the Pharrell one, the Neptune's one, which mm, I really that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that one was nice. That one was nice. and Neptune's obviously they're already they're legends, but they've been They've been hitting us with the bangers this year, like wasting time and Drake. And then this one, I was like, yes. So, and then having having Cardi at the beginning, it just wakes you up. I was, I wasn't obviously. You, you see her in the track list. I was kind of wish she wasn't listed on the track list, and it was a surprise because, like, she just she was giving, and it's like it's a whole context. I love it when albums just make sense, like. It's, mm-hmm. There's a purpose behind it. There's a story behind it, and every single track is there for a reason. Every single track is telling telling a part of the story, story. and mm. it's like that's what an album's meant to do. Like the whole cohesion from be- beginning to end. It's that's why it feels like one song because it's doing what it's meant to do. It's giving a story. Um, I liked it, but I can't lie to any couple listens that like, I tried to like get into it. And I had to step away from it. I tried to come back, but when I actually sat down and listened to it, like it's more of a chill vibe. Like you're saying, it's slow. There's a couple mm-hmm. songs on there I like. Um, the one with this is all. Mm-hmm. No and, love. Um, yeah, no love. I like the one with Ari Lennox, which is un- unloyal. And I like unloyal. The and the Neptune's one. So there's songs on there that I like. Someone did mention about the um, X for a reason being a bit unnecessary when I was talking to someone about it so it's not like the first time I've heard like it was a bit like it didn't really fit in but it was a good yeah loads of literally loads of people said it yeah but it was still a decent song so I like the album did you guys see um Chucky's interview with Ed Sheeran yeah yeah oh my god can we just say can I just say Chucky if you ever hear me I love you you deserve every single everything that comes your way because that guy is a smooth interview. I'm actually going to watch his videos and study him because yeah, this man. guy is a legend. Yeah, honestly. Like, he deserves a mobile Chucky. nom still. Absolutely. Legit, man. legit, Whoa. legit. That is the point, Rambo. Why isn't he there? Nah, sorry. Carry on, Tiana. <laughs> but <laughs> nah, like I, his interviewing skills are so amazing. Like 
he gives you versatility in conversations. Mm-hmm. Like a lot mm-hmm. of podcasts only get off by talking about popular culture or dating, and that's all they can do. Or or you know, story time about how the man them you know did this girl or whatever. And that's that's, yeah. that's the brand. But mm-hmm. Chucky. Chucky talks about so much mm-hmm. and it makes you like like I've listened to stuff about like like just normal life problems just because of mm-hmm. him and I'm like bro like yeah, yeah, yeah. not so depressing but oh let's actually have a conversation it's I love I love it and I find mm-hmm. that I love when Poet links up with him when um uh, what's the other guy is it Dave Dan Dan Dan, 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 Dan the man um, <laughs> all of them I just I, I just love hearing their conversations mm-hmm. and the multiple perspectives yeah for sure from multiple yes. pers- yeah man uh, yeah just sorry that was my little shout out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no big up Shaka Chucky for real man he's a great conversationalist for real no definitely yeah, yeah. but talking but yeah. about Ed Sheeran what was you gonna he say would, Ray yeah he was like that he's never felt accepted by his scene which I get it do I you? actually do get it I do yeah I'm absolutely shocked I get it like the pop, the pop world especially can be like very cookie cutter and very like formulaic so like you know like like keep trying to churn out the sa- different variations of the same artist over and over again mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i don't know if you lots remember but there was like an era where all the labels were trying to recreate rihanna and like everyone was doing like yeah. the, the shaved yeah. shaved like hair and all of that sort of stuff and then yeah. you, there's even this like running joke um i don't know if you guys have seen this youtube video but there's this comedy group called um access of awesome they did this like comedy skit like maybe a couple of years ago now um basically like doing this thing where they were showcasing how all major pop songs are basically um, made around the same four chords Mm -hmm. um so it's like i get it from that perspective like anything that deviates from the mold is often frowned upon so with him like Ed is not a flashy guy. He's not like the look at me, I'm a pop star type person. He's the mm-hmm. type of person to go to a set with like a t-shirt and a loop pedal and that's it. And when mm-hmm. you can do that and like you're getting the numbers that he's getting, I can understand why like his success rubs people up the wrong way. So yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. I can I can completely get why he kind of says, oh yeah, like the pop world doesn't accept me. I, I, I 100% get it. I absolutely see where you are coming from and I definitely understand where he's coming from and obviously we all love it we love we all love it ed sheeran um <laughs> but do you know what i love how involved he is in our culture as well without being mm-hmm. in, without it feeling so forced like he's mm. just, you can just tell he's just jenny that guy that's just 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 around um mm-hmm. not, he reminds me of like my my male oh gosh my chest so guys it's not covid um my male white friends who are just like they just, you know, when they just smile and you're like, "Oh, I love you!" Like, you get, you get me, and I get you. Like that type of vibe. Yeah. But I definitely see what um what you're saying. I just think as, as black people as a whole, our culture, we welcome everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 nice that he kind of sees that because a lot of people don't say it. Like yeah. they feel the same way, but they don't say it. Um. So yeah. Yeah, I think with me. Just as a person, I'm quite, um, I don't know what the word is where you're like quick to critique things, but I just in general, very wary of people who are white in black culture and are can be seeming to be culture vultures. Just in general, that's my instinct when I see that. But with him, maybe I thought that at first, but then when I'm hearing him speak, 
I'm like, yeah, this guy, he's not, he's having a lot of bad intentions at all. Like, yeah, yeah. he just loves, he loves the culture. He loves black culture. He loves black music. He loves kind of like everything. So it's it's nice. And he doesn't just, he doesn't just love it, but he also, you can hear from what he what he's saying. He's, he makes sure to like, he knows his place kind of thing as an mm-hmm. observer rather than any like someone who was trying to like reap the benefits of it because like mm. he was saying when he got the um a certain award i'm not too sure which award he was talking about but he doesn't want i think it was mobo he even said like he doesn't want to accept it because it just makes him feel uncomfortable and he's very aware of that like and i i think that's really cool like he also i think he's the type of person to like push other people's voices further than him especially when it's not his place to like be that main front and center voice mm. so i think it's more the society and the system that would in, in just in general just when white people when white people um engage in black culture and i think that's one thing to remember it's like it's not necessarily of course there's still there's still folks that lies within the white people that kind of like are not aware as ed but he he's not one of them he, i don't mm. think he's a culture bullshit at all he's yeah. just a creator and it's a very fine line but it's clear after this interview that was clear. No one can say any different. You know, I feel like the difference with Ed for me is just that, as far as I've known him, he's kind of been attached to our culture in a way. Like mm. first time I've ever seen Ed, like he was on SBTV, like with his guitar singing my Loki rapping type thing, and it was always just like who's this ginger guy? So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so this is when SBTV was like kind of on the come up, but it was kind of the biggest platform we had at that time mm-hmm. so it's like it's not like he's kind of just biting on to like the success of our culture like he's really been here and when he did take off he didn't just leave and not call anyone anymore he's still been collaborating and checking yeah. for artists in my scene and that's what I feel like the difference is with Ed like he didn't just blow up and use our culture and then leave or when it was at the highest try jump in so I feel like that's why it's like Ed's cool man Ed's got the power yes. we love like, you Ed yeah, man. We really do. All right, before we before we jump into music of the week, I feel like we have to address this um, Travis Travis Scott situation because the guys. Why that is was he licking scary. his lips? That was scary, guys. That was scary. But yeah, T, what you what were you saying? I just said, why was he licking his lips? Like, oh, Jinder, apology. That man doesn't care, you know. <laughs> like, no, he no, he doesn't. Like, his actions on the day showed it. Then that was there was then there was that fake art apology, and then. Apparently, like he um, when he partnered up with that uh, company, he was supposed to put like the uh, yeah better health better help. I mean, yeah, Um, he was supposed to put like the hotline number or whatever in in, on his Instagram. Apparently, he even updated it with the wrong number. The guy does not care. Like, (laughs) was it was it him or was it someone using his account? But even still, like those that that kind of like that that kind of level of mishap. Yeah. Like you can't have that, yeah. And like, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe you're right. See, like, I don't think he should be the only person collecting smoke because, like, I always say, like, things don't happen in isolation. Nothing happens mm-hmm. in a vacuum. So obviously, like, there Ooh, there are definitely people <laughs> because obviously, like, people there's people around. Like, there shouldn't have been that many pe- people at the festival in the first place. Sam, so many... we're still in the Panasonic. What's wrong with America? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Mate. nah, what is wrong with America? We're still in the Panasonic, you know. How many Mate. people even there? So yeah. it's like I, I get it, like obviously there's there's other people that, that you know need to take the heat for what was happening, but him being the artist and him being the face of things, like I feel like there's so much more 
then that he could be doing and try to collect a, bra- a brand deal. Like, come on, guys, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like as a brand, I feel like obviously he's to blame for what's going on. But I don't really see how they're trying to kind of blame him as an individual type thing. Like, they're mm. kind of trying to dig into his character, things he's done before. And I'm just like, that's just like really, to me, doesn't have nothing to do yeah, with Yeah, yeah. They, they, oh, I get what you're saying, Rambo. They pulled up that video of um, him telling the guy to get off the fucking stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. With the guy. Yes. Yeah. I've seen better yeah. videos resurfacing. I'm just like, <laughs> and then his manager, I think his like former manager came out to say something as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's normal though. It's social media, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Then I, I disagree. I, I agree with in the sense that like trying to bring up old stuff and like trying to connect things that are not connected to try and build a narrative. I don't agree mm. with that. But yeah. I do, I do think that he does have some level of responsibility because apparently mm-hmm. during the show, people were saying like people were trying to get his attention, tell him like things were happening. The girl he was just... on, apparently, the girl jumped on. Someone was signaling on the stage. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I saw that video. I hadn't even looked at them. Like, I, didn't, oh. I even looked and seen like actual live footage from what was yeah. going on. I mean, I feel like there is something to be said though about like, especially with this whole brand partnership. Something about that really just just doesn't does not feel right yeah. to me. I feel like why must we monetize everything, including tra- tragedy? That's that's mm-hmm. that's all that's all mad to me. Like, yeah, that's true. I think um, there's so many steps that sh- that should have been taken that were not taken before we even got to that point. Yeah. Like, and the course, fact that they say, oh, we're going to pay for the funerals. Actually, no, you should be all be shut down. Are you mad? What mm-hmm. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> that, what, about, what about the fans? Or do you guys think they have any part to blame in it? The fans? Like people actually I mean, trampling on people. Yeah. Mate, the fans were off their head. The, yeah. They, they were all on drugs. That's what I mean, them. though. Like, that kind of culture, that Travis, them, that fan base, them men are just No, nah, but like, the thing is, yeah, Rambo... What happened to security searching people? Because I'm sure if there was a black race, nobody's getting into Listen. anything with anything. <laughs> Get me? Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> if it's a black concert, do you see do you, all the I'm codes seeing, and I'm the crack would have been in the bin? That, like, how did that? But yeah, how? Why are they there? Like, surely there's like age, and... age, like age restrictions on these things. Because mm-hmm. I think then, it's like, why would you bring your nine year old? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's that as well. <laughs> I mean, I told you, I told you, America's not a real place, you know. I keep saying this, like, America is not a real place because I don't understand how, how these things happen. I genuinely, I genuinely don't get it. Like, uh, yeah, nah. But I, do you know what, though? I, I, I find all of this rather, rather unsettling. Like, him trying to collect the brand deals, like, I f- even, even going back to like, the people that are there, I feel like it's him as an artist that creates th- that environment, though. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm people like especially artists with cult followings i feel like to, to an extent the onus is on them because mm-hmm. you create the environment for people to act like that absolutely okay yeah 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 agreed there has to be some level of responsibility yeah. and as well he knows what his shows get like and he knows mm. he supports that so you should be as an artist you should be making sure if, if you which i highly doubt he has no control over the safety measures of his own event but let's say he didn't, he should be putting pressure on the organizers to saying, guys, make sure there's safety measures in place because my fans get mad. Yeah, no, I feel like definitely the organizers should have a heavy part to blame because it's like, I feel like as an artist, if you're performing, like your mind is in like so many different places. And I feel like you should have trust in an organ, like 
organizers to know what's going on in the crowd because it's like I haven't watched the videos. I don't even know like the people saying like, oh, he sees it happening and stuff. But as an artist, I'm thinking, do you stop performing? There's still like a hundred thousand people here cheering, but then there's a crowd over there that looks looks fucked up. Like, do you stop? Do I keep going? Is people in his ears telling him to stop? I don't even know type thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, for someone, just on a basis of just working behind the scenes, a lot of the times the artist does just turn up. It's not. They're not yeah. covering everything. They don't have the capacity to do that. That's why you have a whole team. Yeah. But that's why the whole team needs to be liable to everything yeah. because, and mm-hmm. that whole place needs to get shut down because, for that to happen, that's actually crazy. Mm. To be honest, music has been so underwhelming for me, guys. Um, I had to literally just spark up what the what I've had on repeat. Um, so I've been listening to Alex Isley into orbit which is a very old song um Ooh. i literally have had that on repeat i have i've literally been listening to the same five tracks over and over <laughs> because the music is just not hitting, hitting. right now it's just i'm so bored no I'm i hear that so bored um yeah i'm very bored but yeah that's, that's what i've been listening to that's fair yeah i think it's hard to um consume so much in a short space of time you know like every five minutes there's new music mm-hmm. it's hard to like actually take things in mm-hmm. so no, i completely hear that but for me the standout obviously silk sonic i don't know i feel like we should talk about that first mm-hmm. i'm not going to talk about it though because i haven't listened to it but i haven't listened to it music being consumed too fast okay now of course i haven't listened it came out yesterday but i've obviously listened to like the, the main the main single this mm-hmm. bitch be gonna like come yeah. on <laughs> <That's very hard. laughs> oh my god this is gonna sound proper wet yeah but it just made me feel warm inside like you know like yeah no it's like you know that that cooking in the kitchen on a sunday vibe like that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. that's how this made me feel i, I proper sound wet right now like, this is sounding yeah, so I, soft i hear you though that that feel good music isn't it yeah oh god uh nipper though hey first project yeah, listen amen, amen. the levels are changing <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He's the next up, and I just 100%. love how much attention word, 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 word. Overseas, overseas, guys. Like this guy is literally the flag bearer of the U- of the future of the UK scene. I don't care. I'm saying it now. Woo, that's a big statement. That's a big boy statement. You know? like, amen, amen. I agree. Project and that level. Come on, you have to give. I don't know if you guys listen to it, but you have to give it him his props because. And what I like, yeah, because obviously you know I, I listen, I, I go and check the song credits and see who's produced what and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just love that he's working with um, the same producer on multiple of the tracks on the EP. Um, I think his name's, I don't know how to pronounce it. Rambo, help me. Lou. <laughs> Lou X2 or Lou Times 2. Lou Times 2, something like that, from a producer from Amsterdam. Um, I think that was really cool. He's worked with... Um, he he's worked with like Chris Brown in America and just Heady One on the track Breathing on Edna. So like this guy, he's I just I I love that he's worked with um Lou on multiple tracks on the EP. So it gives that it gives the EP this kind of um 
synergy throughout if that makes mm -hmm. sense like when you work yeah. with the same kind of producers um and also the videos all produced like i think ride or die situation and pay the price all produced by faces and edited by jrx and yeah, i just yeah. love when there's a, a team yeah. Yeah, no, yeah definitely i'm excited for his future like i think he's done it so right and, and i think like for me what i enjoy the most is that he's not rushed to come up either i feel yeah. like it feels very like organic like his he's come up because he's, he's been around for like a minute not crazy long but it, yeah i don't feel like it feels rushed um yeah, for me yeah. what i really like as well is that vocally he, he sounds very uk but he's got mm -hmm. a global appeal if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think he's that. i think he's gonna i think he's gonna do great things i'm really excited to see what he does actually okay shabo nsg did anyone hear listen to that yeah loved it I, snippets, it I think it's the best link up ever yeah do you think so yep i think it makes it i heard it but i will <laughs> <laughs> it's good and uh, i like it and it's g they kill everything you know yeah, and it's g and been missing for yeah. me I, for me it was her that she, i feel like she's so clearly in her element now like yeah. I, I remember i remember there was a period of time where we were like where we were all like why is she always shouting i feel like now <laughs> he's like she's very chill like she's like oh she's very like you know quietly confident and i really like that she's, she's found her lane and I'm, I'm, yeah. she's comfortable very very sitting on the beat and she, yeah i get what you mean you can see a lot of development happening with shabo even from her in her, the recent interview that went up like mm -hmm. she's in she's in grind mode like her she's got tunnel vision on her on yeah. her, her her own lane and i love that for her mm. definitely think she'll be doing things on a global scale but she definitely she needs there's still more to do here if that mm, makes yeah. sense but yeah yeah, she's not missing at all. And yeah. sorry, Shabo, that we said you're always shouting. Sis, you are, but we love it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did Great. you hear the misspelling? But can we just wait? Hold on. But can we actually just talk about Inesti as well? How they are so unapologetic with their looks. Like, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the fashion. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I know these boys don't need no help with styling because they've been dressing like this for i love how they they we can talk, definitely talk about them as influencers and how they've influenced loads of like guys to just kind of like like be themselves yeah more than just the tracksuit you know because i've seen trust me i've seen loads of other artists and just look everyday people dress like them sometimes you'd be like what is that guy wearing but you're like mm, this is smelling like energy yeah, yeah. <laughs> smelling like yeah. energy yeah. <laughs> For real, for real, for real. Because I remember, yeah, I was working in the shop. I was in Dolce Prada or something. That I was just doing retail before what I do now. And there was a certain outfit, and I just looked at it. So like, that's NSG. <laughs> NSG. They yeah. just own certain outfits. The cool lot. That no one who's been able to influence men, like who's been able to influence like the male audience to do that. Like no one's really do. I don't think they get enough prop. They're also mm -hmm. doing a tour in Africa, fam. Yeah. Their man yeah, have been grinding from back in the days, and they don't. I don't think they get their, enough flowers because they're mm -hmm. hundred percent influencers. They are, they do things that people tell them mm -hmm. they can't do, and they just mm -hmm. run. Yeah, so yeah, that was my little rant. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> have you <laughs> also heard uh, Miss Banks and Naira Marley's song? Wait, Miss Banks and Naira Marley has a, have a song. Well, I didn't even know that. Yeah. What? 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 Oh, wait. No, 
I'm not being funny. This thumbnail needs to be changed. Whoever's on the creative team, go ahead and change that thumbnail because this is not quality thumbnail because I would have never clicked on that. I didn't even clock that was him. Um, Naira's been obviously working on his own artists um, with Marlian Music. Um, he's been developing people like Dino Lesky, who is amazing. But I'm glad that he's back on the scene. I've not listened to the to the song, to be honest. I can't lie to you. But I'm sure there'll be a line in there that I can quote tweet. <laughs> caption. I can caption. And it'll be a it'll be a dirty, it'll be a dirty lyric. <laughs> I'm screaming. Oh my god. Oh my days. Have you guys had any have you guys had any, any Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes, 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 yeah. But I've definitely heard that one. I'm not gonna lie. No. Yeah, listen to it. I'm slacking, boy. I don't even Ciao. know about any at this point. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Let, let, let me come back next time. Can we actually just actively try and listen to new music? Can we try? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a struggle out here, boy. There's so much music, boy. No. Rambo, why is it a struggle for you? Because you've not listened, you've not heard any of these songs at all. <laughs> I can't lie. I don't. Ah, I can't like this. Yesterday I was on spinning nipper in it, so I don't know who else dropped. I listened to Bruno Mars. That's it. But that's what I'm saying. There's too much music, like, like, and it's the like, market is saturated heavily. Yeah, and it feels like you just got to digest it so quickly. Yeah, and it's almost yeah. like it's giving me anxiety. Like, oh my gosh, I need to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. like, no, do you know the Mr. Krabs meme? Which one? The, the one where like Mr. Krabs is like looking in all different directions, like that's oh, yeah, how yeah, 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 yeah Friday yeah. makes me feel when everything's dropping. Nah, like, yeah, Especially yeah. Singles, what singles like? You're not following these pages. I'm telling you, he's dropped this week. Just like, it can, can really we try go and spread across Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Oh my god! Yeah, it's always Friday or Thursday or Friday. Oh, it's a lot. It's too much no, I actively stopped checking my emails on Friday. Like, I don't check my emails at all on Friday. Because <laughs> yeah, because you get them emails in, don't you? Literally, the moment something comes yeah. in, like, you'll clear, like, three emails and then you'll get another ten. I'm like, this is so pointless. I don't nah, even check but, it. But, so, Ray, I start getting those emails as well. I'm like, oh, people DM me saying, can you check out my song? I'm like, don't do that because I'm not that person. I'm not. <laughs> people no, have no boundaries, you know? Nah, no, 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 legit. Like, people will send you full press releases in the DMs and I'm like, you know I'm not reading this. Like, you actually know I'm not reading this. I'm not this. doing that. And, and, and hello, my, my page is for fashion. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> Read the room. Respect yourself. Yeah? Nah. But even one ASEN dropped something, didn't he? Has, oh. Is that out? I think so, with Crayon. Oh, mate. Mate. <laughs> this is what yeah, I mean. Like... There's too much, bro. Uh-huh. No, did he? No, that's nah, not. No, he song. did. Oh, that should be an awesome song. Um, I saw the cover art, but. Project. Yeah. Oh, guys, I don't know. Too much. Too much. <laughs> no, 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 no. Guys, I, I promise you, we actually do this week. We do. We actually do know what's going on, but no, there's been a lot that's dropped this week. Too much. It's mm. right from when you look. They say Beyonce dropped. Yeah. And I didn't even know that. Yeah, nice. It's crazy. Yeah. But I think that's all to do with a film, though, no? Oh, is yeah, it? it's a sound. Yeah. It has to be because Beyonce wouldn't do that. Okay, I didn't even listen to the Battle of DJs. Yes, thing, King, but... guys, yeah. it's King Richard. Sorry, just to go back, it's King Richard. Beyonce. So it's a, it's a new song, but oh, that's the Will Smith thing. The Will Smith thing. Yeah, Will Smith thing. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. them soundtrack songs are under the radar still because they don't really get pushed like that. They don't need to. She's been paid already. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. To be fair. But yeah. what was you saying about Black Roger? 
Now saying that, I ain't even listened to that song that he got with Jay Z and Jada Kiss and that yet. Mm. What, the King, King Kong or something? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, on the yeah. um, Harder Than They Fall soundtrack. So I mean, yeah. like, so when there's no like, push, it's like, you actually have to actually go and find And look it. for stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear that. Okay, well, speaking of wait, stuff. Wait, 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 what? wait. What? Let's talk about really quickly. Okay. I know you guys don't really listen to draw like that, but um, KO and DA really quickly because I don't, they dropped a track. I love, I really love DA as a rapper. Like, don't know if you guys have heard a couple of times. Mm-hmm. That is just, ugh. I was sitting in my in my bed last night just listening to that guy, as you do, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just think his musicality is just brilliant. I just, I don't know what it is, but obviously they just collabs. K is one of my favorite drill rappers and DA did a collab with DA. And I think it was all right. The track was all right, but the video, I just have to just shout out Groundworks really quickly because obviously there's there's levels to drill videos like of course like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's the um you're standing on the block and there's the identity with the block but the way they do it and the effect crazy in the videos the, yeah. it, the perspectives mm-hmm. from which they have that camera like the concept it's just it's not just your average drill video but it's still got that um that kind of raw feel that kind uh-huh. of raw element right so I have to just give a shout out to them. The, the videos is really, because I heard the song by itself and I was like, ah, it's all right, like KO. And I, I'm a KO fan, if you know me, you know. But then when I watched the video, I just, yeah. It yeah. really life to the song. They got groundwork, they're killing the game right now, still. Absolutely. Okay, well, I guess we should talk about the stuff that we're, we are actually listening to. So, <laughs> favorite track? Track of the week. He's doing yeah. Do you know what? I realised I already said my track of the week is Alex Beasley. That's been on repeat. Is that an artist or the name of the song? No, it's an artist. Um, okay. Take me to the moon. I wanna be with the stars. Send me, send me into Stormzy sampled one of her songs. You're like, sugar. Okay, yeah, So yeah, yeah. sweet. That so girl. what is she like? R&B? Or She's like... R&B. Obviously, okay, everyone okay. knows I'm an R&B head. She's yeah. an R&B babe. It literally, listen to Into Orbit. Her mm-hmm. voice is flipping heavenly. Come back to me and thank me. Thank right, you. Cool. I'm going to put that on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see what about you? So, of course... It has to be Nipper, but I didn't want to just go with the, the bait single because I feel like people would know situation, people would know um, pay the price, mm-hmm. they might know ride or die. But back to you on the EP, I just the only problem with that song was it was too short. Yeah, that's I hard. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's got that nice. I love a good chilled uh, R and B song, so mm-hmm. that's my track of the week. Back to you by Nipper. I say played around, Mrs. Carl took me down. Call this chintella, I'm in town, other round. Take a shot, hold it down. Enjoy the ride, cause it's rolling. Nice. Rambo, what have you been listening to? Uh nipper, 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 nipper. Nipper, 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 nipper. Yeah, nipper, nipper, nipper. But um, yeah, no, I was my chef was obviously paid a price. I'ma make sure you mind tonight. I'ma show you what amazing life. If you wanna hit me, I'll pay the price. 
pay the price And better make sure you taste the right It's obvious your ex didn't treat you right So I'ma show you a different kind of life So what's it sounding like? Yeah, I think that tune's hard The samples, the beat, the AO8s in it Like, everything just makes sense Him on it, so that's my track of the week Make sure everyone listens to that Streams that, does all that stuff And yeah Lovely do we have any other artist shout outs? I want to pass it Guys, to does no one want to know what my track of the week is? Oh, no. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, my God. No, Sorry. mine is um, KEB under my skin. I'm actually really glad K-E-B. that she. Yeah, she's back, you know. She dropped what? a whole project. The beginning, not the end. The moment that I let you win. Let you win. Damn. I didn't yeah. see no press run. Did she have a press run? I, I wouldn't say that she did. Nah. Oh, that's I would say that, I would say that's this is nice. this was very low key because I, I I didn't see much promotion on this at all myself. But yeah, KB's I really really liked her. Legend. There's no low key about it. She is. Like, what do you <laughs> mean? Like, <laughs> nah, she legend. she is she. Huh? Don't start me with KTB. She had us in a chokehold, boy. Chokehold. Like, I, I love. I love KB. <laughs> Do you not listen? Have you not listened to um, is it Berwin? Yeah, Berwin. Yeah, Berwin. He dropped a new single. It's hard. Um, MIA. It's called MIA. Cool. I'm rating his sound as well, man. It's different. Nice. Okay. Do you guys have any artist shoutouts? Yeah, Shasta Man. I have a shot. I'll have one for Shasta Man. I've had the privilege of listening to some unreleased shit, and that girl has been working. What? What? You lot are not re- the features are insane. That nah, and I think I saw a snap. She was at BBC Radio. I think she was doing like a you know that setup performance that they always do for people. She, I mm-hmm. think she has one coming. Fam, that girl, she's coming for everyone's heads. One hundred percent. But um, definitely loved everything I heard. She is definitely gonna leave an imprint. Well done to the female rappers stepping up, man. One hundred percent. Yeah. Shout out Amalu. She's the coldest. <gasps> Amalou's back! Oh my god! She's the Amalou. coldest. You listen to Amalou. Bad people yeah. don't know about Amalou, you know. Amalou's the coldest. I think she's oh dropping a project god. as well. Have you listened to her new track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been banging that. Bam. You know, I, I, I was shocked when I discovered she was British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Same. Just, she Same. Up actually. Out still. She said it's not yeah. adapting no more. Mate, but she's insane. I think she's very talented. Very. There is one artist I want to shout out before we go. His name is uh, Jordan Adetunji. Um, he dropped like a live session for his song Riot. Um, he's a very, very um, versatile artist. So he's from um, Belfast and he kind of like combined hip hop with like R&B and also like a bit of punk, like punk as well. Um, okay. Yeah, like he's, he, oh, I think he's so cold, honestly. I, I, love, I love his stuff. So yeah, everyone go check him yeah. out. Mm. I have an artist, well, not really an artist shout-out, but a producer shout-out, because X10 Beats, for me, has been killing it, and I don't think enough people are talking about him, maybe because just the songs that I've listened to aren't really bait like that, but he produced, um, Just I just love this kind of chill, I guess, chill kind of melodic drill wave, where it's like, I don't know if you've listened to KO and V9 and Skilly Bang's track, um, back to back just that and then also JS and YD's next up just the beats that he's 
producing. Ooh, I'm like there, like it's like drill, but you're you're in a trance. Do you know what I mean? So shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. All right, before we wrap, Rambo, where can the people find you? You said before we wrap, you lot rapid or there? Yeah, nah, that's not what I meant. You know? <laughs> <laughs> before you wrap, that, nah. I mean, I got bars though, like, but yeah. nah, let's, not, let's not go there. <laughs> Around boys talking everywhere, isn't it? everywhere. All right, where can the people find us? <laughs> they can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually screaming. See, it's every day, like <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, C Valentina, TikTok, C on TikTok. Holla at your girl. Um, you can find me at Stana Romy on everywhere. You know, it's your girl. And you can find me, Ray Sang, XOXO everywhere. Um, and then Rhymeshi, Rhymeshi Pod, or um, at Rhymeshi um, on Instagram. And if you want to join in, with the conversation online, hashtag Ramshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, guys, we are out. Bye. Bye.